All right, people, this is Golf DMV. You got Vernon Brown, Lawrence Brooks. Lots to get to today, gentlemen. We've got uh, some new fashion trends that I'm seeing in my own game with golf. And so I'll have a fashion update for myself. Also, a use of spending, but I think it has to do with Corona uh, that I did as well. LB played Laytonsville by himself on a weekday. I've hit Needwood up, uh, Falls Road with Rick Glenn. LB and Vern. Uh, Rick did get that lesson, and no, he did not go the cheap way out, although he tried last minute. We'll have a cheap Rick update. Um, this is a guy who shows up with a box of balls as opposed he, to putting them in your bag. And he is still carrying – I mean, this weekend he still had those that box of balls. He just walks around with the box. It's like right. put the balls in your golf bag. Like, so what, look, do you got the, what do you have the box for? At, at one point in the round, because I let him drive me around at, at Falls Road, so at one point he was out doing something. He came back to the car. I said, Rick. He said, what, what? I said, come here, come here. So I let, I let him come in real close. I said, look, you know in your golf bag, they got this big pocket on it. He said, yeah. I said, yeah, it's made for golf balls. Get rid of that box and put your balls in your bag. Because he walks around with the box like it's a lunch pail. I mean, it looks like a, it looks like a picnic basket. It really is. A picnic basket. He just show up at the starters like, um, has he played golf before? Are you guys going to watch him? <laughs> no. And to your point about him being cheap, he, he texted me today. He said, hey, uh, no golf this weekend? I said, Whiskey Creek, 115. He said, all right, I'll see you all next week. <laughs> And by the way, and, and here's what's custom too. I mean, anyone who's played golf, especially when you're a beginner, um, you know, if you're looking for your ball and you see balls in, in like the woods or something like that or in the grass, you'll pick it up and just put yeah. it in your bag. Like, oh, cool. Free balls. You know what I mean? Rick does this with tees on the tee box. He'll pick yeah. up a tee if it's not broken and we'll put it in his pocket. It's like, dude, $2 to get you a bag of 200 Literally the cheapest, the cheapest of all the golf gear. It's pennies on the dollar. Yeah. And like, we'll spend like a good, like, you'll be like waiting in the box. Hold on. Oh, wait. Let me see. <laughs> it was orange. Man, get out of here. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, so, you know, when you look at these golf parodies, um, you know, and by the way, we're brought to you in part by Cache Spot Sports. Go to our website, golfdmvpodcast.com. Check out Cache Spot Sports, uh, the official chiropractor of uh, Golf DMV. You can get your back right. You can get your neck uh, right as well. No need to be like, wasn't that, uh, was that Smokey in Friday who slipped in the, no, it wasn't, who was the crackhead in, in the uh, in Friday movie? In Friday's. And he slipped uh, in the store. He said, ah, oh, my neck and my back. My, oh, oh, my back, my neck, my neck and my back. <laughs> Anybody remember that? Yeah, yeah, that was, was that Michael uh, Blackstone? Black, yeah, uh, I think so. Blackson, yeah. whatever his name is. Yeah. yeah. And the whole point is, there's no need to be walking around talking about <laughs> my back, my neck, my neck and my back. You can go to Cache Spine Sports and, you know, and, and Dr. Smith take care right of you. there. Yep. Soon, I mean, we had big plans with Dr. Smith and his whole partnership in 20, uh, 2020, but, you know, I mean, with COVID, we hadn't been able to get her on the show, and she's got stuff going on. She's a busy woman. I mean, and she's also engaged now. Newly engaged. Yeah. And so she's got a lot of stuff she's got going on right now, and so we'll get her on the show when we can get her on. Everybody relax. We'll have her on. Um, <laughs> and we've got Morikawa. He won. We'll do a Manny Millions, and Vern's got a, got a distance issue um, yeah. going on with his golf game. It's so funny because golf – you know, um, <laughs> so uh, uh, you have these these rounds where you think to yourself, either I'm going to quit this game or I'm going to lower expectations. Like, and two weeks ago, I literally felt, even though at Lake Presidential, like for me, a 91 was good. But I'm like, I'm literally thinking to myself, I'm no longer even trying to get good. I'm just going to come out and play and just have a good time. Like, and I'll keep my score and try to get better, but I no longer want to put the pressure on myself to, to be good at this. I'm just going to come out. If I hit a ball in, in the woods, ha, 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 lost one. I'm going to drop it in the fairway, just hit another one. You know what I mean? You're mad at me? Get mad. I don't care. You know, and just laugh, you know, play with Coach Lou. You know what I mean? I'm just going to do stuff that's fun when I'm on the golf course and not try to be good at this thing. But then 
you do something, you have a good round, and then you think to yourself, okay, um, you know, so we have these roller coasters. Right. And, you know, LB had put uh, on, on Instagram, on our Instagram, you can follow us at Golf DMV, um, where you said, you know, you went to the range and you think it to yourself, I may never play this game again. When you got back home, it's like, <laughs> well, but then before the show, we're talking about it and he's like shaping his shots now. And he's got, right. you know, and, and so now Vern, who I will literally give a golf ball to if I believe he can drive a green and say, dude, just go for it. I know you want to play smart. I'm going to give you a ball. This is not counting your score. Go for it. I mean, he is the long driver. He's the long hitter. Uh, now he's talking about <laughs> distance. This game beats you down. This it, game it beats does, you down. Does. LP did all that to you. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> LP, I mean, that's, that's, and that's what's crazy. I, and, and I had to recalibrate because I'm like, you know, again, for me, mm. shooting a 91 at Lake Presidential is great. That's, I mean, yeah. that's probably my best score there. And so, like, why do I leave there feeling like I don't want to play the game anymore after shooting my best score there? Yeah. It's because golf does that to you. It beats you down. You know what I mean? You feel it does. On a tough course, no less. Yeah. 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 So anyway, we got a lot to go to. But LB, you've got a lot of shout outs. You've got you've got a a, a, a dentist shout out and you've got some shout outs for your thing at uh, Laytonsville. And so we don't want to keep the public waiting. I mean, anytime yeah. somebody okay. new uh, joins the show, uh, we want to make sure that we shout them out quickly. So let's just go ahead and talk about your Laytonsville. Well, let's do the dentist shout out first. Yeah, we'll do the dentist we'll do first. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So I go to uh, Only Dental Group, which is up on uh, – Georgia Avenue, right at Georgia and 108. And I want to be located off conveniently located. Right. It's really, yeah. For me, it's like, it's a 10 minute ride, mm-hmm. um, which is one of the reasons why I picked them. Um, <laughs> 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 so I want to shout out my uh, hygienist, uh, Colleen. Uh, I went in today and I had a really good checkup. Thank you very much. Okay. Teeth are in good shape. Um, so she, she got like, she loves going to the range, the golf range and hitting whacking balls, as she said. Nice. Um, so it's, she's, it's a good stress reliever for her. Um, so I want to shout her out and thank her for being my hygienist and, uh, mm-hmm. and, for, li- and for listening to the show. And by the uh, way, if, if her and some of her, you know, golf buddies want to get out and do an outing, we'll do it. We play with people oh, all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, so in yesterday, which for us is Tuesday, the 14th, I went to Laytonsville. I tried to, I got in a, a weekday evening round, nice. uh, meeting, e- uh, my meetings ended kind of early enough for me to get out and, and grab a tea time so i ended up playing with uh fred and jeff um and jeff played 30 i take that back when we finished yesterday about uh, about 10 minutes to eight jeff had just finished his 36 hole at wow. Lakesville, and he and fred were going to go play some more until Good it night. got too dark to see I said, thank you. I'm going home and eat dinner. Yeah. But <laughs> y'all have a good time. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, nice guys, great guys to play with. And I got, I got to make sure I get this right because they gave me notes in order so when I say <laughs> oh, their nice. names on the radio. Uh, so Fred is the best player I know from Afghanistan. Okay. okay. The best player that you personally know from Afghanistan? That, that, I, that, I have, okay. that I've ever played with from Afghanistan. Nice. And, and Jeff – who was all conference baseball player at Towson University, and I, I believe he, I believe he told me three years in a row. I, I may be wrong on the, the three years in a row might be my me misremembering it or mm-hmm. remembering it, one of the two, whichever whichever <laughs> is correct. Um, <laughs> but they they said they were going to check the show out, and great guys to play with. I mean, very easy low low key guys to play with. Uh, Fred can get a little. Fred, you was a little bit uptight there at, at some point. <laughs> what, but, <laughs> what happened with uptight Fred? 
We're friends. I mean, he's a good dude. He just like when okay, so it was kind of <laughs> congested. Behind. It was a group. Oh, it was. Okay. I mean, people everywhere. You know, it was, yeah, it was right. a group in front of us, a group behind us, whatever, whatever. So a couple of holes we had to wait. So when we would wait, sometimes Jeff would take our extra ball and putt and chip or whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is, you know, I got a problem with that. But sometimes Jeff would take another ball out and hit another ball when there are people on the tee, you know, waiting to hit behind us. Right. And, oh, yeah, okay. and Fred, Fred didn't like that. Fred was like, <laughs> <laughs> Fred was like, pick it, come on, man, let's go. You got people waiting. And Jeff basically was like, yeah, whatever. I'm mm-hmm. going to hit these balls because we're going to go up there and wait anyway. Right, so, right, right. So Jeff, they had that little battle going most of the day. But to me, it was entertaining. Um, it is quite the dilemma, though. I mean, if, if, <laughs> if the people ahead of you are not playing slow, but I mean, like you're going to be waiting anyway, and there's people on T-Rocks behind you, you right. know, do you go ahead and hit an extra ball or, and, and yeah. take your time? or do you? Either way, they're going to wait. The yeah, either way, you're yeah, going to wait. You're going to wait. Mean, so, it's, true, so, it's true, but yeah. I'm going to align myself with Fred here. Fred, you have yeah. Vernon's 100% support because I would be the guy just looking at and Jeff, like, right. what are we doing? Let's, <laughs> as soon as we can, even knowing that we're going to run into it, we're going to wait. I just immediately move up to the next shot. Like, let's go. Yeah, let's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Fred does play at a pretty good, a pretty good rate too, a okay. pretty good clip. So he was, okay. you know, in and out. You know, let's go, let's move on to the next hole. So let me quickly. I'll go. I won't take this too long. But uh, I had a good round, at least by mm-hmm. my numbers. It was a good round. Um, so when I get there, I I go to the range. I get a small bucket. I'm hitting some balls. I'm hitting the balls. And I remembered a, a video that Rodney had sent me, our, our Louisville correspondent has sent me about how to shape your shots. And this basically was, well, at least what I did was I kept my exact same swing. Right. The only thing I changed was my this, this setup on my right leg. Okay. Oh, right, right, right. Move it right. back a so little bit. So back your stance. Draw. Okay. Yeah, well, forward or backwards. That's all mm-hmm. I did. I didn't change the, the, the width of my stance, but whether I – whether my right foot was in front of my left foot or behind my left foot or even mm-hmm. with my right. left foot. That was all I did. And I was able to shape draws and, and fades. Nice. So when I get to, if all of you have played Laytonsville, you know, the second hole, par four, it bends to the right around the trees. Right. Um, and I put it into, I put it in the, in the action just that fast. Nice. And I, I hit my drive. I had a 70, about a 75 yard, um, chip or well, uh, a, a short yeah. wedge yeah. into the green on my drive. Middle of the fairway, beautiful shot. I mm-hmm. couldn't putt for, sh- I couldn't <laughs> putt for crap. But <laughs> I ended up with a bogey, but because I three putted. But uh, my distance control was com- terrible yesterday. But but I was able to shape my shot just that fast. So I, nice. I was feeling really good about myself. Um, we get to the third hole, long par three, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, Jeff and uh, Fred were playing from the white tees which is at 55, I think it's, yeah, 5,500. Um, and I was like, yeah, that's a bit too close. So I went back to Blues, <laughs> which was 58, 58.92. Uh, okay. Blues. So I was like, okay, I'll play from the Blues. So uh, on the third hole, the, the blue tees was kind of up on that elevated tee box. Right. And the whites were down front at the lower tee box. So they had pulled their carts all the way up to the, to the, to the white tee box, which was, a, you know, above me back at the Blues. Right. I hit a took a five iron and I went to tee off and that ball went straight into the back of Jeff's cart. Oh no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. And ricochet to the right into the woods. 
It's, you know, and, and, and as someone who has hit a cart with your friends in it before, twice yeah. actually, um, you know, I can only imagine how bad that is doing it with someone you don't know or you just meet. Right, <laughs> you just, right. Fortunately, they were both on the tee box. He wasn't in the cart. Oh, see, I've hit, yeah, I've hit the yeah. cart with people. With people in and it. as a matter of right, fact, I think right. Vernon was in one of the carts. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I was like, oh, there's no way he's going to get over here. And I'm like, wait, I think that's... <laughs> you see the ball just coming at you like, oh, I think this is coming this way. Well, man, because like there was no reason to even think that the ball would be headed in your direction. Right, like, right. It was, it was, it and was they were moving. And they were in a moving got, cart at that. That's a <laughs> Couldn't do it again if you paid him. No, no I couldn't because my all. miss because my miss is always left, right? And yeah. so and you guys are going up the right, right side, side of the fairway in yeah. the rough, and you're moving. And it's like yeah. I don't hook. I don't. You know, it's not that bad. And so it's just like a bullet just darted right yeah. off. Goodness gracious. Were they yeah. cool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. They were cool about it. They, we laughed about it. And then the, after the fourth hole, I moved up with them and played from the uh, white. <laughs> <laughs> for, safe, for safety reasons. Right, right, for safety reasons. But you had a good time but, at Leighton. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. Really, like I said, really nice guys to play with. Uh, hopefully, we'll run into them again. And they have my information. They have the cards. Nice. So they can hit They can hit us up on Instagram or email if they want to get out and play again. Uh, speaking, I would love to do that again. So. Yeah, speaking of email, we got an email from a new listener, Michael Limbacher. Uh, he says, uh, hey, guys, just started listening to the podcast in the past week and absolutely love the format content that you guys are putting out. Going to purchase some merch. Thank you very much. He did purchase merch, by the way. And if you want to purchase merchandise, just go to golfdmvpodcast.com. Uh, Scroll the, the show. We've got um, what Glenn has called dad hats. <laughs> they were fine. I designed them and I wear one. Me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then Vern got us some cooler hats, the flat bill mm-hmm. hats. And so, you know, well, I'm not making any delineation. There's just different you know, hats. Yeah. We've got yeah, drawstring yeah. bags. We've got, uh, you know, the, listen, it's going to, it's hot now, but it's going to get, you know, cooler again. And so you can put a hat on then. Uh, we've got hats and stuff like that. But anyway, he said he's going to go purchase some merch out of the shop to support, but wanted to send along uh, some virtual uh, fist bumps uh, as well. Great job, men. Uh, here's a virtual fist bump right back at you, Michael. And by the way, Michael, if you want to play, um, you know, you, you just email us and we'll get together and we'll play. We play with people who listen to the show. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what we do. Yeah. We're showing the people. We're showing the, the, the DMV golfer or yeah. wherever you're and from. That, that goes back to Fred and Jeff. Since I've I fulfilled my end of the bargain, I've, I've uh, you know, shouted you out on, my, on this radio show, you can at least go to our website and buy something now. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You don't waste any time, do you, LB? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're all friends here now, right? <laughs> yeah, give me, give me some are. money. <laughs> um, so let's go. Let's move on to Falls Row. Last weekend, um, I think it was last Saturday, uh, Vern, uh, LB, uh, Rick, and Glenn went to Falls Road. Um, we yeah. needed a rebound uh, round just within the group. I didn't get a chance to go play. Um, I was promoting social justice and marching and rallying against police brutality. Yes. So I couldn't play. But um, uh, uh, but you guys went and played Falls Road, and uh, so how was the get right round? The the the, the easy layup. You know, we need a layup line. Go to Falls Road. Now I feel like a jerk about it. I forgot about that. I forgot about the rally. Uh, I, I I sent money. Why would you be a jerk about that? No, it's all good, man. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. But, uh, um... <laughs> But, I mean, just for the record, you are against police brutality. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, 100%. 100%. Um, well, it, depends yeah. On who, it depends on who they're brutalizing. <laughs> Uh-oh. So, Speaking of that, did you guys ever see it way back in the day, Chris Rock did this spoof about how not to get beat up by police? Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> HBO gotta, show. Yes. Please watch, please watch that. He, he, one, the, the funniest one was, he says, 
And and finally, if you're driving, he said, do not drive anywhere with your girl if she's mad at you. If you get put over, he's like, he got weed. He got weed. <laughs> <laughs> they beating him down. And she's like, take his weed. I take remember his that. Weed. <laughs> but anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Pause for no, you good. Um, yeah, so uh, une- uneventful for me. Well, I think I put up a – so Paul's was a 70, right? Paul, Paul's was a part 70. Yeah. So I was, I was plus 19. I was like – I thought I was doing good <clears throat> with 89 or whatever, but I looked down. God, it did okay. Kind of just choked it up coming in. And, again, the story was just a lot of uh, – a lot of accurate drives, just mm-hmm. uh, just short. A lot of irons falling short. Um, and this has been going on for maybe the past – this started at, like, Raspberry Falls. I'm okay. like, what's happening here? I don't understand what's happening. And I think I have a theory about it, which we'll get to later. But uh, as for the round, um, not too bad. Coming in last four holes, I, I did that thing where I do where I'm like, I'm, I look at the scorecard, and at 15, I'm like, okay, uh, I was at 87 at 15. So if I can par it out, nice. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, shoot, I'll shoot an 87, which is still, I think, two above par. No, uh, 17 over, yeah. So uh, par five, you know, good drive. Trash second shot into the bunker, <laughs> and then uh, and then immediately flopped it out to three feet, and then put it in for you know scrambled. I scrambled like five nice. out of thirteen times. It was pretty dope. Yeah. Get out of here, nice. Yeah. Get up and down. That's what's yeah. up. That's what's up. So you, that was false. Yeah. So was that? No, I was gonna say LB did pretty good though. Okay, LB, you're around. Yeah, I, I ended up with eighty five. Um, nice. But it, yeah, but it's Falls Road too. So I mean, but that's the reason we go there. I mean, we go there yeah, for the eighty-five. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. But I, I will admit, I, w- I did hit my irons pretty well that day, and it's and it's continued. So that's what I've been trying to keep going to the range, mm-hmm. and that's why one reason why I played yesterday was because I want what I had, what I found to stay. Right. You know what I mean? I don't want to lose it because I've had that. We oh yeah, I played great today. Then I don't play for a week, and I'm back to square one. Because everybody who's listening to the show has said this, and we've all said this. I found it. I found this. I got this. This is, yeah, you know, yeah. I, 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 and then next thing you know, we all know what it is. I'm sorry. Go ahead, right. No, I was just say I knew it. I knew what it was on the front because LB was quiet, just like, just like, like he wasn't, mm-hmm. he wasn't joking and playing. I was like, oh, he's not really saying <laughs> yep. nothing. And I, I wore all black too. Don't forget, I wore all yeah. black. He did. Yes, I did. He, he yes, took so. a cue from me at LP. It was like, yo, I'm, I'm a, he said it. He said it like the second hole. It's like, yeah, I'm about business today. We ain't playing around here. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no colors. Nothing nope. like that. It's all black. I told him, look, even I had on black underwear. I was straight black <laughs> mid to toe. All black. Because <laughs> oh, LB has been doing the colors, by the way. Um, yeah. Speaking of fashion, we might as well jump into this. You talk about colors and fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, but by the way, how did Rick play? How did Glenn play? Did it, uh, has Glenn's played Falls Road before, right? I know no, Rick has. No, sure. this, no, this was Glenn's first time. Yeah. He said he liked it. He, he said he would come back. Uh, he did okay. Once he got a hold, you know, he got the nerves thing going in the beginning, I guess, where he's rushing or whatever. So once yeah. he got that sorted out, he was doing much better on the back. Uh, Rick, Rick's got to go to the, he's got to go to the range and get this stuff he, he got with, uh, who's it? Um, Brent, uh, Brendan. 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 You got to get that sorted out, bro. Because it's been the last two rounds where it's just okay. been, it's not great. Yeah. Okay. Because actually, he, so he, he and Glenn are actually going opposite directions. That's what I said it on the tee box. It's like right, yeah. Glenn is hitting it, and then Rick is like topping it behind him. And <laughs> right. Going well, and it makes you say, it makes you say, I don't know if you guys have this. Like when you have homies that you play with a lot, and they're going through a rough patch. Yeah. After a while, it does. It becomes hard to hard to watch. Really, like because you know they because you know they can hit the ball better. And they can do well. Right. It's like, oh man, come on, Rick, just. Yeah, start giving him like basic advice. Hey man, just take your time, just swing through right. it. Yeah, look, <laughs> I, told, I, I told him one time, hit a, why don't you just hit an iron off the tee? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, it is bad to see the struggle, but he and he did go to his lesson with Brendan. I guess he's got to go back for, for a few more. Yeah, 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 he's yeah, got to he, get he, it he together. A couple more, yeah, 
That's fine. Go. He's got enough balls. He got a whole bucket of them. Uh, right, exactly. Whole, you know, Plus the ones he found, of course. Right. <laughs> yeah, plenty of, uh, of, of teeth. So yeah, this whole fashion thing with the whole black thing. So now, so uh, what I, and you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. There's been one rule, not rule, but one thing I've done ever since playing the game, it doesn't matter how, how to get to whatever, I always wear pants. You know what I mean? You know, LB may not think that they're pants because of the way that they fit on me, but they are pants. No. Um, joggers, <laughs> or joggers or yoga pants or something. Yeah, so LB thinks I'm wearing <laughs> jeggings out there, and I'm not. I'm literally I'm wearing sure. actual pants. Um, but I'm be honest with you guys. For spring and summer, I think I'm switching to short, being a shorts man. Really? I mean, I, the last round we played, I had these shorts on from this company, McCabe Golf. I think they're in Switzerland. Oh, yeah. You or, told or us, yeah, LP. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they send you the stuff in this nice box, and they gave you teas and a thank you card for shopping. I mean, it's a high-end thing. I mean, it's expensive. But you feel like, you know, that you're shopping at a kind of a, 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 a boutique of sorts almost. You know what I mean? So, right. so the experience of purchasing, purchasing from there was, was real cool. Um, but going out and playing in shorts, was just was was comfortable. It felt more relaxed, and I just like the whole overall vibe of the. Especially when it's a hundred degrees outside and yeah, ninety five degrees, yeah. I think for the rest of like the rest of time, spring <laughs> summer, I'm in shorts, man. I'm in okay. shorts. As a matter of fact, I went out to Target because the the pants that I have now that I like that LB thinks are stretch pants. Um, <laughs> I got from Target. They've got this 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 all in whatever brand that that's really comfortable. It's real athletic. And so I, I got three pair of those pants, but I went and got some shorts of the same brand yeah. and I'm just going to be in shorts, man. And I know, I, cause this was a whole thing early on in our golf career. When we all started playing together was like, no, the pros are wearing pants when they playing. I'm wearing pants. And that was the whole thing. Not anymore, man. I'm done. I, I mean, once October hits or, you know, in February, January, if it's cold outside, I'll, you know, absolutely. But I'm done with the pants, man. Okay. I'm shorts. I'm shorts. Now, man. now when I go to the range now, I normally wear, I wear a tank top and some gym shorts. Yeah. When I go to the range. But the the, the problem, the, one of the reasons I've always wore, wore long pants when I play is because the bugs. Okay. You know, and I don't know about your legs. I, I don't, I never really paid attention to your legs this closely. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> For good reason. Yeah, well, next time we, Whiskey Creek this coming weekend, just look at my legs a little longer. <laughs> my, my legs, are, are, I'm, I'm not hairy, hairy, but I got enough hair on my legs that. Anytime anything brushes, a, you know what I mean? It feels <laughs> yeah. like some. It feels like something crawling on me all the well, time. I feel your pain. I feel your pain. Yeah, exactly. So that's yes. another reason why I don't. I don't wear uh, short pants when I play. That and, and just the sunburn aspect and all that stuff. So that's the main reason why I don't wear them when I play. Um, now I do think once I moved to Florida in a, in uh, I, what I, I did the numbers today twenty nine <laughs> in twenty in, in twenty nine months yeah I did the um, numbers today yeah I did the numbers today got a countdown clock going yep in twenty nine months or less when I moved to Florida um, I probably will play in shorts when I move down there because I'll be retired and I won't care about my legs and uh, and the, and they they spray down there so their bugs are. Pretty good. Yeah, I just I just thought about that too because I saw so uh, for anybody who doesn't know, I also always I'm 100% a pant wearer. Um, but for me, when I started, it was never I started wearing short. Oh, Bern, do you mind if I just interrupt you right there? Yeah, I just want to our listeners have to understand. So LB and I know this already, but they have to understand the type of gentleman we're talking about when we speak with Vernon. I said pants. LB said pants. He correctly said pants because pants. that's what. Yeah, he said we you know, <laughs> right. I'm a pants right. wearer because that's the way. I mean, that's correct. We saying pants. I didn't even uh, know. But Vern, Vern, the correct. But see, said, but see in my mind, pant is wrong. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because pants, because slacks have two legs in them. 
That's right. why I put an S on the end. Pants. Okay. Well, it's 2020. Well, everyone, everyone can be right. I wear when I play golf. I wear golf pants. Yeah. But when I'm in, but I have a pair. I do have a blue pants. Yeah. I mean, pant is the right way to say it, I guess, but we just don't say it that way, right? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Vern, that's, I mean, go go right ahead. I'm no, sorry. you're right. No, yeah. So I am a pant but, or pant. He's a, he's a cultured guy. I mean, Vern is. I mean, <laughs> honestly. Anyway, I was born. Uh, well, I'm half red coat. I was born in England, so that's something too. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, so, right. Yeah, perhaps the red coat. But no, so I wear pants or pant, uh, pantaloons, slacks. Um, <laughs> britches. No, wear britches. <laughs> Yes, I wear britches. Yeah, I wear a pair of britches. We won't say we won't say knickers because no. that's too close. No, that's too close. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't think I could do it without making any other sound. Um, <laughs> no, all I was gonna say is like I had always worn them too. Um, but hearing hearing LB talk about it, it's actually funny because people would ask me why, and I would say the same thing. And now that I realize it, like I would say about the you know bugs and stuff. But now I'm gonna say I wear them because the pros wear them. Because when mm-hmm. I hear myself. What I hear you guys say is like, oh, why do you wear pants? Because bugs. It just, it, 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 it's like, it doesn't sound like golf is a manly sport. So it's like, That's oh, wait, so you know what? Yeah, so yeah, that would be like, no, because of the fly, it feels like something is on my so, and, and, I, and, I, and I'm not knocking you because I'm with you. That's why I wear them. But now I'm going to lie and say, I wear pants because the pros wear them and I'm long like them. I want to look like a pro. Yeah, I want to right. look like yeah. a pro. Yeah. yeah. I'm 100%, you know, on the, on, on the shorts uh, uh, situation here. Um, one other thing, too, speaking of uh, purchasing these shorts, I uh, went to Target the other day. So, you know, because of COVID, like in all the shops and stuff being closed and, and, and all that other kind of stuff, I haven't shopped or bought anything. Neither have my wife or whatever. And I kind of just went crazy in Target. I'm walking around. Manny wanted to get a little small Rubik's Cube thing or whatever. So I got that for him. Right. We were there for something specific for the house. Um, I was getting some like Drano for the sink. And then I just walked past the section that got the golf balls in it, right? And I see these tailor-made Project A's, um, which I love those balls. Those are my favorite balls. Okay. Uh, I purchased two boxes of them. And then there was one other tailor-made rocket ball soft on the shelf. I purchased a dozen of those as well. Why not? I mean, literally uh, $95 on balls today at Target. Wow. And just and then got, and then got these shorts and then got, well, he got these black pair. Might as well get another. I mean, like, and it, for no reason at all. But I right. think it's because we've been cooped up in the house. I haven't purchased anything um, in any store um, outside of, like, food and stuff. And we were there and the opportunity presented itself and I saw these balls, I was feeling golf and I went for it, man. And it was, it was like unnecessary. It was a splurge, but something just felt good about finally spending some money on something because <laughs> it's been months since I have. Yeah. I was, so I don't, I, we didn't mention it on the show, but I think a week ago, so I don't even know what it was, maybe two weeks ago before we played LP, I sent a text, I think to the group, but I, I know definitely to LB about my new wedges. I got new wedges. So I did the same thing, Claude, where I haven't been to, because of COVID, I haven't been to Golf Galaxy and done my usual yearly golf galaxy walk in walk, walk out you know a grand less that's that thing now i didn't i didn't spend that much this time because i didn't get any new cl- i mean i didn't get any new you know, drivers or irons but i walked in there to get i think a pair of pants like a pair of like under armor like the slim fitting pants mm-hmm. uh, no need to get bulky wedges nah, i just want to try them now now nah, i want right. both give me both and then and then another pair of pants and then some shoes and then something else and then same thing and i felt myself doing it i was like oh man what is this and i was like well you know what i haven't been here in a season and a half Let's go. Bring it up. Yeah, yeah. Right. We're buying it. We're buying <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Because as you're doing it, you feel it being out of control, but yeah. you're just not going to uh-huh. stop. You're like, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to spend. And then we justify it and figure out, no, I'm going to do it for this reason. And then we justify it and we end up doing it. And so yeah. that's kind of like how it all worked out. It's like <laughs> crack. Y'all addicted yeah, exactly. like crack. Real quick to your earlier point, Claude, about like the, the cyclical nature and why you're quitting one week and everything else. Uh, Glenn mentioned that. And I told him, I said, golf is basically hope trafficking. 
That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. People who get addicted to golf are addicted to are addicted to hope. It's like this is uh -huh. the, this is the weekend. Okay, right. this, this yeah. is the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I put it all together. I'm gonna buy this, and this is gonna make a difference. Yeah, it's just hope. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, yeah. You're clinging to that hope up and down, no matter what. So. And it never makes a difference. No, nope. it never makes. Yeah, and, and I was thinking about that stat that um, that ninety some odd percent of golfers will never be able to break a hundred. And I'm just and, and I just think about wow. these poor guys. Yeah, there's some stat like ninety percent of some like of amateurs won't even won't won't break one hundred. Um, or something like that. And so we I think are it's 90. already. It might be, it gotta be 90. Got to be. I hope, I hope maybe, it's 90. You think it's 90? I hope it's 90. <laughs> but it's like, well, I hope it's not because that means we're already <laughs> better than most. <laughs> but if it's not, then it's like, oh goodness. Um, but yeah. So I mean, but 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 you you see, you hear stats like that, and you just look at people, you know, round after round after round coming out to play, and there's literally no hope of getting any better for most of us. Yeah. Well, anyway, thanks for listening to the golf show. <laughs> you got you got numbers. I I got the numbers. So according to from Golf Week, uh, yeah, from Golf Week, according to the National Golf Foundation, only twenty six percent of all golfers shoot below ninety consistently. Okay. On eighteen hole courses. Twenty six percent. Yes, forty five percent of all golfers average more than hundred strokes per round. Wow. Forty five percent of players who are playing averages more than hundred. A player who shoots eighty five is doing better than nearly three out of four of his golfing peers. A good score. There you go, LB. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> We've got more to talk about. We got the PGA coming up. We got Burns Distance Situation. We've got Manny Millions. I've got a Needwood update. And uh, that's all coming up next on Golf DMV. Hey, everybody, it's Claude from Golf DMV, and everybody who plays golf knows how important the back is to your swing. And when the back goes, the game the goes. goes. And if you're anything like me, your game is trash already. The least, the, the last thing you can afford is issues with your back. So I want to introduce you to the official chiropractor of Golf DMV, uh, Dr. Smith from Cache Spine and Sports. Now, she's conveniently located just outside Silver Spring, convenient to the Beltway. I don't have back issues right now. However, Lawrence Brooks, LB, you've heard his back issues. <laughs> <laughs> and you are a client of Dr. Smith. Tell us a testimonial. Oh, absolutely. So I found Cache online uh, a couple years ago uh, mm -hmm. after experiencing some issues with my lower back and my actually I have pitched over my neck. Um, I went to a chiropractor initially who could not help me. See, I went to Cache. Mm -hmm. She has different modalities that she can do. She can do dry needles as mm -hmm. well as uh, regular chiropractic type stuff. And she has this one table right. uh, that I call the guillotine. <laughs> but but I, but I love it. I, lo I, actually, right. I absolutely love it. Mm -hmm. um, so I highly recommend her. Um, she is the official chiropractor of Golf DMV. So if you go, tell them that you know we sent you. And uh, I think you'd be eligible for a free gift as well. Check this out. LB, you had an issue with your back, right? Yes. Another chiropractor couldn't get it right, right? Nope. Couldn't and then you went to uh, Cache Spine and Sports, right? Yep. And then they fixed it. She she got me straight. And anytime you have a back issue and it's hurting your golf game, you do what? You go to see Cache. And then what happens? Your golf games get better. If you In want theory. your golf game to get better and you need a chiropractor, do yourself a favor. Contact Dr. Smith and her staff at 301-641-5693. Say it slower because we say these fast and then people have to write it down. Right. 301 Six four one five six nine three, or go to Cache Spine uh, Sports dot com. That's C A S H A E S P I N E S P O R T S dot com. The official chiropractor, by the way, of Golf DMV.
Welcome back to Golf DMV, talking golf DC, Maryland, Virginia, wherever we choose to travel and wherever you play. You can also send in course reviews. People used to do that. They would type in course reviews. They would send in audio. People still, you know, do that, okay? Uh, you can just email us your reviews of your favorite courses or your least favorite courses. As a matter of fact, we like it when you trash courses so we know where not Absolutely. to go. So we want yeah. to let the DMV community know where to go and where not yeah. to go. That's right. You can email them at golfdmvpodcast uh, at gmail.com. Um, let's, let's, let's tighten up some of these facts, uh, some of these uh, numbers. Uh, Vern, you had some USGA stuff and it, as far as uh, the amount of golfers who will shoot, you know, in the hundreds, under 100, under 90, et cetera. Yeah. So according to the USGA average score, this is the average score for people who post uh, scores with the USGA. 100 to 109 is 24% and mm-hmm. 90 to 99 is 29%. Wow. So, yeah, so there's, you know, 54, is that right? Or 53, mm-hmm. 53% of your golfers are right there between 90 and 109. Uh, shooting between 80 and 89, uh, 21% and less. 20, wow. only, tw- only 21% do it. Under 80 is 5%. Only 5% of golfers <laughs> shoot under 80. Man, now if I, had a, if I had a shirt on right now with a collar, I would pop it. and what's funny though is and lb you made the point when we talked about this uh, before we started the second segment with the fact that and people are paying a lot of money paying a hundred dollars a round (laughs) right i mean you think think, exactly you think about on on the average weekend especially i can't say about other parts of the country but here in the dmv if you are playing on saturday friday saturday or sunday anytime before two o'clock you paying them close, if if not a hundred, you paying close to a hundred dollars around. Yes. To pl- to play bad golf. That's true. That's true. Yeah. 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 Oh, but there you go. Um, in my effort to try to become a better person, I always try. To, I'm trying to defer to other people because, you know, strangely enough, I have no issue talking about myself and things that are important to me. So I'm not going to talk about <laughs> Needwood first. Let's talk about Vern's uh, distance situation going on here. You've got a whole oh. situation where you're trying to work out these. You mentioned it in the first segment oh, where geez. your irons are coming up short. And you're not a short player. I mean, you, you, you hit long. You, you go for distance. So where, have, when have you started noticing this? And what's going on with your game? Uh, so, yeah, I haven't traditionally been, yeah, like, you know, a short <laughs> player. But the last maybe, not even Raspberry Falls, last maybe three rounds, something is, uh, something's happened where, like, I couldn't even hit my wedge 100 yards, like my sandwich. That mm-hmm. used to be the 100 yard club. Now I can only get it to, like, 75 consistently. And I oh, noticed so you're hitting this. basically like me. <laughs> well, so yeah, so and I, I did sort of figure it out so it doesn't go out too long. I figured out, I, I think I know what happened. Uh, if you guys remember a while ago, I think at the beginning of, the, or maybe a month ago, I said, you know what, I'm going to really commit to the short game this year, 100-yard shots, 50-yard shots, 75-yard, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing that uh, a lot at the range. I would go to the range and spend more time with the wedge than with the driver. Mm-hmm. Um, and interestingly, my driver got more accurate. Everything got more accurate. But what I figured out was, the motion you make for like a nice, you know, controlled 75 yard pitch shot and all that stuff. Uh, there's a lot of like, there's not a lot of ton of lower body in that. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of control. It's very accurate. And as I got better with it, there's a lot of control, a lot of upper body motion. And um, I, I got good at that. But what started happening was the practice swing for the pitch shot or the short shot just crept its way into the rest of my swing. And so now I realized, I, I realized that maybe a week ago, I was like, oh, I don't have any legs. I'm not using, because I used to like jump hard, which is not necessarily good, but I used to like <laughs> po- post up hard on the left leg. Now I feel when I was hit the iron swings, like my wrists aren't loose. I'm basically just hitting pitch shots all the way through the bag. With a six iron, right. With a six iron all the way through the bag, because everything's going like the same distance. And it's freaking me out. It was making right. me last round, Claude, and even the round before that. Like, so actually this last round of Falls Road, bro, like a couple of drives, like Glenn started out driving me. Now look, I love Glenn. He's my brother-in-law. <laughs> my guy. He started last year, and it's, uh, you know, his results yeah. vary wildly. And he, when he starts, yeah. he's out driving me. LB's like out driving me by like 20 yards. And mm-hmm. I'm like, now I'm getting like, 
mad. And I'm very upset <laughs> and scared. I don't know what to think. I hit a drive. Listen, this is how bad golf is. I hit a drive on Falls Road. I could always be counted on, like, on the average 300-something yard hole to just hit it and be in front at 150 or in front of the 150. Like a 360. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I hit one last time. Well, uh, I can't remember what hole it was, 13, 12, something like that. We all drive, and we all hit good shots. Like, yeah, we're good. And then we drive up there, and I'm like, LB's, like, way up where he's supposed to be. And I'm looking. I was like, where's my ball at? And it's behind the 150, like, 20 yards. I got, like, a one. I, I don't have 160, 175 yards shots into the green. So, I don't, so, so this, at this point, I don't know what to do. I'm flustered. And that's what I, like, so this week, all this week. Uh-huh. This iron week. No, I no no no. It's this is, it's dumb. This is how stupid golfers are, or at least me. Like, <laughs> in an effort to feel like I'm regular again with distance, I've been at the range, just just swinging like an insane person, like a madman. Uh-huh. And like, so you guys, so for anybody who doesn't know me, my miss is a pull, and when I pull it, it goes long. So I've been mm-hmm. at the range trying to pull it just to see if I could get it to go the distance that it used to go, and it did. It did start working. I started pull hooking it, and it was going far, and I was happy. I was like, yes, yes. So, <laughs> I've been playing much better <laughs> golf lately, like shooting consistently, like right about my, like I'm playing much yeah. better, scrambling and everything else. But you're mad uh, because the distance is. I wanted to give it all up just to occasionally right. hit one. Yeah. Two, 280. Here's the last thing I'll say about it. So like as I like as I'm nervous about it, I'm like, oh, what is happening? I'm at the range thinking. I do this thing in my mind where I just start creating all these weird scenarios, and I could just see, <laughs> I could just hear the tragic 30 for 30 documentary being, <laughs> being written. Being written where all my friends and family are just sitting around talking in somber tones about. As a Claude, Claude would be the the uh, the politely dismissive one. He would be the one. He's like, well, you know, uh, you know, I thought I knew him. We we invited him to play golf with us and be on the podcast. Yeah, um, he seemed like a nice guy. Yeah, he seemed like a nice guy. I started hitting it short though. I told him we we can't accept this, and uh, you know, maybe the, maybe there's a path back for him one day. Blah blah blah. And then immediately after, LB would be the guy in those documentaries. LB is the I always knew guy. It would go from Claude saying that to him, like, I always knew he don't eat right. <laughs> he doesn't go to the gym. He doesn't work out. What do you expect? I didn't like him anyway. I'm glad he's gone. <laughs> Mom, mom disowned me. I just saw my head. I'm just like, what is happening? But anyway, I uh, yeah, I've been working hard. And at, at the end of the day, I'm gonna take the accuracy over the over the distance. And if I have to, yes. you know, if, if that's what it's got to be, I don't know why I'm mad about that. But it just makes you can always head. be like me and purchase a five fairway wood. And I, then might just... I might have to. I might have to. Hey, but it was it was funny at Fall Road because at one time <laughs> I pulled up to the I pulled up to the to the uh, in the fairway after we hit all in our t-shirts. And Glenn kind of leaned over to me and said, hey, hey, I just want to be noted that I just outdrove Vern. Uh, <laughs> everybody. Everybody give it to your boy. It bees like that. It oh, bees man. like that. That's, That's funny. It. Okay, yeah. well, Vern, do get it together, man. You get the distance thing together. It's yeah, all right. We'll yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll be there, right. there we go. So we'll yeah. see. Um, so uh, Meadwood. So you know, Montgomery County courses have these memberships, right? Um, for all the courses, you know, whether it's a weekday, uh, whether it's anytime memberships and things like that. But sometimes the individual courses also have their side memberships. Needwood has a membership for 60 bucks a month. Um, you get unlimited range balls. Uh, and, uh, and they got a nice little, you know, short game area uh, as well. And you can play their nine hole executive course for five bucks. Um, and then you get a 50% off discount on the 18 hole course anytime Monday through Friday after 11 a.m. Okay. Um, and so I'm like, let me see, 60 bucks. I'm thinking 60 bucks. It's maybe six minutes away from one of the radio stations where I work Monday through Friday, like super early in the morning. I mean, I'm there like around 4:30 or so. Right. And so I'm like, all right, well, 
if I'm done at the station around 9.30 or so, I can swing by there. You know, if I'm paying 60 bucks a month, you know, if I go to the range five times, six times, that's paying for itself there for the free range balls. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, do the inside. Now, so, so, I've been, I, so, I, so I did it last month and I hit the range four times in the month. And I played that executive inside nine course five times. Okay. So I'm like, I'm, I'm getting my money because it's right after work. I'll just go, I'll mm -hmm. stop and I'll, you know, and I'm, and I'm out in an hour, 15 minutes, even playing the executive, the executive course. Right. Um, but the thing that it did though, so I'm kind of using it as like a, like a practice membership. And the thing that I'm proud of most is that I, I didn't waste my money because I would pay it and then maybe go once or twice and then just and then not do it anymore. <laughs> right. But I didn't waste my money. Now, here's the thing. It, the, playing that executive course um, where, you know, each hole you can get as close to, I mean, they've got two holes there where you can use a driver on the executive course, depending on where you tee it up from. I mean, you can do maybe on three of them, but um, uh, it exposes anything like Vern was saying from, from your 150 or 160 68. all the way down to your, to your 95. Right. And I did not realize how bad out, how little, when I have, when, when it's, it's a short par three and you've got 110 yards, you got 89 yards, you got 120. I did not realize how bad that part of my game was until the first two times that I played that executive nine course. And I mean, when you're getting, you know, plus one and then another plus two because you're putting bad and stuff like this on right. a on a par three that's 120, you're like, what in the world? You know what I mean? So it was one of those quit moments. But the 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 second to last time that I played this, it was two rounds ago. Uh, it must have been Friday or maybe it was Monday. I can't remember when it was that I played it. Um, I shot it plus one. The executive not. I mean, I'm chipping and I'm okay. putting and I'm and so. But it could be just the familiarity. Again, there were no witnesses. There was a mother and a daughter. Really nice. Uh, to, well, the daughter thought she lost her glasses, so I spent maybe ten minutes trying to help her find her oh, sunglasses. In the, in the <laughs> but she was a nice girl. She was right. nice, you know, a nice girl. Um, uh, and 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 uh, but uh, you know, they were the only kind of witnesses. And you know, when I caught up to them on the ninth hole, uh, the her, the mom said. We've been hearing you drop balls on the on the fairway, you know, all around. So that kind of felt good. It was like, oh, see, so you guys know this. Yeah, I mean, I'm sitting off, just right on, pop, and then you know, two putt, throw, you know, or oh, I'll get a three putt, but then I'll get a birdie. You know what I mean? And so it's like dialing that in. So I'm in love with this whole Needwood thing. I'm just hoping that this practice continues on to Whiskey Creek this weekend. I'm looking forward to it this weekend because what plus yeah. one? I'm psyched about which that's good. Yeah. Right, that's crazy. That I mean, you know, um, um, you know, I'm going to say it's because I'm wearing shorts now, so I'm more relaxed. So. <laughs> no, 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 no. To be fair, to go back to what we just talked about, like, like I said, my focus on the short game has also resulted in, like, maybe not like crazy. My scores have come down, and like I told you guys, like I'm, I'm, I was not. I was basically like, even if the distance is there, whether it's there or not, I basically hit it the way I hit it, get near, and then chip and pop two, two chips, maybe three putt something. Like lately, the time actually you were there last time, club. We played at LP on mm -hmm. the back nine. I sh I went what five bogeys in a row, but each of those I had I had basically like a five or six foot putt right. for right. par every single time. I was yeah. never able to scramble like that. So yeah. the short game. Yeah, yeah. So I, so I would say for you, it's probably just the practice on the short game because it seems mm -hmm. to the more you do it. Like I've only done it like maybe the like past month. It's already showing you know uh, dividends in in the, in the game, if you will, like the results. And we talked about this forever, man. Like, in order to get good at any part of this game, you just got to do it a lot. You have to, like, yeah, like it is not enough to go to a range or a short game area once a week. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Not even twice a week. Like, you have to find time, you know, four or five times a week to have a club in your hand, even if you're at home swinging or putting or something like that. Different, and I just don't have the discipline to do different it. Different distances. 
Exactly. So yeah. I'm hoping that I can that I, that I can keep it up. But but I mean, we'll see. I mean, it got so. I mean, like the second time I went to the to to to, to me on Executive Nine, I took Manny with me. He legit parred two of the holes, and wow. I'm putting plus two on mine. And I'm like, I can't be this <laughs> bad from this close. Like he legit. It was, uh-huh. the, it was hole number two. He legit got a par in, in hole six. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm putting plus two because I, I, my right. chip's going all the way left and then I'm exactly. chipping it short and then I'm putting it and then I'm three putting. It's like distance hey, con- control is key. I found that out yesterday at Laytonsville. I'll be in the middle of the fairway, 75 yards from the, from the pin, but I might hit it 50 yards. Right. right. And, now right. I, and now I got a, you know, a 30 foot putt. Right. And you're not making that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you know what Especially I mean. On your scramble game now, now you gotta, exactly. Yeah. Now, you, now, now I'm three putting from from thirty feet away. You right. know what I mean? Right. There, you, right. there, there you go, plus one when you were on the green in two. Yeah. And that's because you're, because you're disc control. You're not controlling right. your distances. Yeah. Yep. And when you talk about that distance, Vern, too, like you know, I'm not a long hitter, and what I what, and I kind of went in the opposite direction to try to fix that is I'm not trying to get more more power or more distance by hitting the ball by hitting the ball further. I'm just clubbing up. Like I'm just I'll just take yeah. a club up or go up uh, or even go sometimes I'll even go up two clubs and just give it a half swing because I know I can control it. You know what I mean? Right. And I just gave up on the whole distance thing, which I which I shouldn't obviously. No, but. I mean not really because if you if you play from whatever this, works, if, man. Whatever. Yeah, if works. you play from a six thousand yard course with all of us and you put up an eighty two and I put up a ninety two for what's the nobody's gonna care. They can be like, oh, he's good. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. yeah. Oh, it was it was one forty five. You used a seven iron, you know. But <laughs> you know, choke down, half swinging, and to get you know. Yeah. But you know, I don't know. We'll see. I I, I need to do what Rick did uh, and get back into a lesson. Uh, but mm. well, we'll see how that works. Um, let's see. We've got PGA stuff to talk about in Manny Millions. Yes. Um, I forget the name of the tournament, but uh, Colin Morikawa won. Yeah, the workday. Uh, workday charity. charity. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Morikawa wins. Here's what stood out to me about the the tournament was the fact that Justin Thomas had I think a two stroke lead starting the final round or something like yep. that, yeah. And he just the last three lost holes. it early. Yeah, well, he lost it early and then he got back into it and right. was outlasted by Morikawa. Uh, did you guys mm-hmm. watch this at all? I I watched it when I got home. I don't know where I was, but somehow I I didn't get to watch it during the day. But when I got back home and turned it on, they were replaying it, and I didn't. I thought they had. I didn't know. I didn't know it was a replay. Right. Um, and I was watching this for some reason. I looked at my phone and looked at went to uh, PGA tour.com and saw that Moral Kyle had won. I'm like, but he's, huh? Oh, then I, then I realized <laughs> that I was watching the replay because uh-huh. I didn't know. But then I sat down and, and watched it all the way through to see how, because I remember JT had the lead. And I'm like, well, what happened? Right. You know, so I wanted to actually see what, what actually transpired in, the, in, the, in his loss, in JT's loss. And, Moral Kyle's win, and I'm I'm a Colin fan. I like Colin. I think, uh, uh, at least from what I've seen of him so far, it's early in his career. He seems to have a decent personality. He's not. He it just don't seem like he's an asshole. Um, <laughs> I mean, some golfers to me come across as they just come across as elitist and yeah. you know, kind of whatever. He seems like a deep, yeah. exactly. And more and Colin doesn't seem to be that way. He to me he just seems like a regular a regular dude. Yeah. Um. So I I, I have been rooting for him. Um. No, if you, he's off, you had any, yeah. Well, and he's off to a hot start. I mean, because yeah, – like, Two you know, wins, I two think, years. Yeah, he's got two wins and one second place. And, mm-hmm. and not just in the – but I think he's only played in four events, maybe five events or something like that. Yeah. And this so year? that's yeah. – uh, I, I think in his career, right? Isn't he, isn't he a rookie? No, 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 no. He's played in more than that. Yeah, because okay. he's, he's like 20-something consecutive uh, – Cuts he made. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, there, yeah, this yeah. year, he's off to a really hot start this year. Yeah, two yeah. wins already mm-hmm. in the wraparound. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So yeah, uh, he won that one. Now, Vern, you've got, you've got, you were talking about you got to get back into watching golf because yeah. it's like with COVID shutting everything down and now we've got to get back into the routine of watching it. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've been missing. I think I'm looking forward to tomorrow. Uh, what mm -hmm. starts tomorrow? Memorial? The Memorial, yeah. yes. Memorial, exactly. but Tiger's back. So I'm going to be at home. I'm going to watch tomorrow. I'm watching the workday right now. So I'm watching <laughs> as we see the show, <laughs> watching these highlights. Look at Charles Sports are chipping in from round one. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't get a chance to see it. Glenn had actually texted me like during the finish Sunday uh, of like, hey, this is a wild finish or something. And I was like, man, I got to get in here and check this out. And I just haven't had a chance. But uh, so, I was back so, to see Colin. Oh, go ahead. So Glenn is out driving you and watching more golf. Yes, he is. Yeah. 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 Giovello yeah. next week to do a podcast? No, no. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah man. So I, I got I to gotta get back into it. So this week, at, at a minimum, my objective is Thursday, and we'll check in next week to see how I do tomorrow on Friday because I should be able to, while the kids are you know, at school or whatever, sit down and watch uh, – other memorial memorial tournament or whatever so i'm nice. looking forward to that but uh, this one I, I didn't you know it was cool to see colin win like uh like lb said i, I do like his swing also not crazy long very very mm -hmm. accurate yeah lots of control mm -hmm. hella control yep, yep. yeah yeah yeah, so we'll see yeah right, i'm looking i'm looking at the leader uh, at the tea times now molokari plays with uh shambo and patrick cantley at 806 in the morning oh they put him with the shambo yeah. Oh, that's dirty. Yeah. Eight, at eight seventeen, DJ Justin Thomas and uh, Xander Shoffley play mm -hmm. together at eight eight seventeen. Justin I, Thomas, uh, by the way, reminds you of a Looney Tunes character. Yes, he does. He reminds me of <laughs> if you all are of of a certain age, then you remember Bugs Bunny cartoons when he used to come on Channel Twenty and Channel Forty Five back in the day um, here in the DMV. But if you remember when, when when Bugs Bunny played baseball, he always played against the Gas House Gorillas. Yeah. With the baseball team. <laughs> Just Google Gas House Gorillas. Gorillas and, and Bugs Bunny, right, and it'll come up. And don't and tell Justin Thomas. Right, yeah, because, well, no, he, he about my size. I think I could take him if he, if he want to get froggy. But, uh, <laughs> but, but JT reminds me of the, the baseball player for Gas House Gorilla. And I think it's because of the – JT always looked look like he needs a shave. Like he's he's got a five o'clock shadow just about to come in. Like it's four it's it's four forty five on, on a Wednesday, and his five o'clock shadow just about to come in. And he reminds me of this this guy from Gas House Gorilla. So uh, that's just me. Um, <laughs> so I'm looking to trying to see when Tiger because they're gonna be the feature group. I'm sure that's him and Brooks and somebody. Yeah, uh, and and Roy, I believe. I oh, think okay. It's him, Brooks and Roy. Oh, look at that. Um, I wonder yeah, if I'm Brooks. I wonder if Brooks did a practice round with Tiger. Did he blow him off again? Like, oh, no, no, right. No, yeah. no, he'll, he'll swing a club oh, for the okay. first time tomorrow since he left. Right. Yeah, so here they, they here it is. They they played at one seventeen on Thursday. Uh, when you hear this this show, it will be passed. But uh, yeah, one <laughs> one <laughs> seventeen on Thursday. They are all three of ten on, which means they're going to play on Friday early in the morning. Yeah, since they're playing at one seventeen on uh, Thursday. Mm -hmm. uh, but back to the we, we're going to go back to the to the show itself to the mm -hmm. uh to the workday classic yeah the workday yeah yep. okay okay the workday charity uh championship so um just a couple notes I had wrote down because I did I did watch it on Thursday and Friday round because I I was at work so I, I watched it um, <laughs> so a couple of couple of notes I things I wrote down Phil Mickelson had a 394 yard drive yeah. on number 17 on Thursday. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I mean, he hits bombs, right? He hits bombs is what he does. <laughs> right. um, another thing that I noticed, without the crowds there, and you, you can get a more uh, uh, 
you can hear what the they have the players. They don't have a mic up, but they have the the boom mic right on the players, so you can see yeah. what they're talking about. And it was really interesting to me to hear Phil and his caddy talking before their shots. The, the just the just the dialogue between the two of them. Phil, I mean, I'm, I know it's a uh, I know it's, I've seen on Instagram where they they asked Phil about a shot. I think it was one of those Faraday interviews with Phil, and he asked Phil, well. You know, well, what would you do about this? And then Phil goes into this long explanation where... I saw it. Yeah, right. I saw that one. But Phil says, yeah, well, you know, the grass is turned this way. It's about 3 o'clock in the afternoon, which means the greens are kind of dry. And da, 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 da. the wind is coming in from the east at 4 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. You know, it rained last night, so that means the dew level is going to be high. I mean, he went through this whole scenario so that wow. he goes through before he takes the shot. So <laughs> in, in the tournament, he and, the, he and his caddy are talking, right. and it's damn near the same thing. I mean, they're going back and forth, and Phil is calculating all these factors that, he has, that he's taking into consideration before this shot. He's like, well, I mean, he really he was like, hey, you know, it's afternoon. It's, the, the, the green is going to be dry. It's not going to roll out as far. The, the, the grass is coming into me as opposed to going away from me. So mm-hmm. I have to take, a, so like, let's take, take two more yards there. I mean, he was going through all these calculations as to how he was going to hit this shot. And, he, I mean, he actually hit the shot too, but, but it was amazing to me the kind of stuff he thought about yeah. and considered before he hit that shot. And you can only do that up. when you're comfortable enough with your swing where you're not even thinking about your swing. He's right. like, like all the time. Exactly. And he exactly. didn't even mention, right. grip right. I'm going to show my shoulder exactly. level parallel exactly. my feet. Okay, slow right. my back yeah. swing and connect. You know what I mean? Like, he's not even thinking right. about the stuff that we're yeah, doing. Yeah, he's talking about all these environmental things that could change his shot. But it was, <laughs> it was, to me, it was pretty cool listening to all the stuff he was considering. Um, the second uh, note I wrote down was Jordan Spieth. Who did not make the cut? I will. Mm. I will uh, emphasize. Um, but on Friday, on number five, <laughs> he had a ball in the rough, and he hit it, and it it, it squirreled off somewhere. And he screamed, <laughs> and he, he screamed, "Freaking first cut!" Ah! <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh no. And he wanted Perfect. to cuss so bad, mm-hmm. but he knew the mics was on him, so he didn't. He said "freaking" instead of mm-hmm. you know the real. Did he give the camera people uh, a hard time about capturing that because it might hurt no. his brand the way Bryson DeChambeau did? No, he, 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 the more he I think about Bryson. that, the more I'm like, dude, come it's on. It's so it it, it completely yeah. belies the bombs you're hitting. Just be cool, <laughs> right? You want a can? You got a Kango hat? Just put yeah. a outfit. Just hit bombs. All it done. Yeah, yeah. man. <laughs> Brooks is still cooler than you. He ain't trying. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, but the, so those two days are, to me were pretty funny because there's another hole in number nine. He screamed, uh, Jordan screamed after he had a bad shot. Um, yeah, what happened? It was pretty cool. Yeah. So uh, people who missed cuts for their workday uh, charity last week, uh, Brent Snedeker, Jim Furyk, Brooks Kepka missed it, Jordan Spieth, of course, BJ Singh, who talked, who caused all that stir, still ain't made no cuts since, mm. since all that started. Uh, Matt Wolf. Uh, OBG, the other black guy, Harold Varner, uh, plus five, did not make the cut. Bubba Watson, plus eight, did not what? make the cut. Plus oh, eight. Mm. The, the cut was at minus two. He was plus eight. So, yeah. Uh, Justin Rose, plus ten. Wow. Yeah, yeah you don't like him for yeah. some reason. I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't like him. It's the weirdest no. thing in the world. I don't know why yeah, you don't like him. I don't him. like him. Because he, I, well, yeah. <laughs> those, those, those guys from, uh, where, where, you, where were you born, Vern? Again, where were you born? You, the United Kingdom. United Kingdom. Yeah, those guys from United Kingdom, I'm not a fan. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and Chase Kepko did not make the cut at plus 17. Wow. Thank you very much. Okay. Oh. Yes. Yeah. 
Um, okay, so Manny Millions for the Workday Challenge. Uh, well, I'm sorry, Workday Charity Golf Tournament. This is his name we know, we, we should be, everybody should know. Mr. Cameron Champ, oh. finished in last place. He is the other, other black guy on the tour. Mm-hmm. Kind he of, finished, right? Yeah, huh? Kind of, right? I mean, well, got, yeah, his, there's a mixed situation there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I say kind of, kind of. Yeah, yeah. okay, right. His father, his father's black. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, so he's been, you know, yeah. so he yeah. is. I mean, yeah, he, put, yeah, he fought a coach. I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he does a lot of work yeah. in Los Angeles, right? Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah, in that area. Yes, he does. Uh, he's from Sacramento. Uh, he finished at plus seven. He won $13,082. He is six foot, six foot uh, even, under 75 pounds, 25 years old. He graduated from, well, I don't think he, I'm not sure he graduated. He went from Texas A&M. He may have come out early and just went pro because I didn't see anything about him actually uh, I didn't see a thing with a major, so right. maybe he, maybe he did not graduate. I'm not sure. Uh, he's born in Sacramento. Uh, he turned pro in 2017. All right, okay. we ready? Mm-hmm. We ready for we'll do the many millions numbers? Yep. Oh, for you for you all that are new listeners, especially like Jeff and Fred and Colleen. Uh, every week we take the, we highlight whoever came in last place uh, in the PGA tournament and LPGA whenever they start back up again and the Corn Ferry Tour, and we highlight that player. Um, the reason we started this, correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. is because we were curious to see, at least I was curious to see, if you came in last place at every tournament and you played in every golf tournament for the season, right. how much money would you make on the season? Right. That mm-hmm. number, we did that last year before last? It's been two years now? Three years? Uh, yeah, that, uh, last year. We did it last, last year. year. Last mm-hmm. year we did the entire season. That number came out to be six hundred around $680,000 that you would make in the season if you played in every tournament and came in last place. Um, <laughs> made, made the cut. Made the cut and, and came made, in. Made the cut and then came in last place. Yeah. You would make about $680,000, and we figured with endorsements, we'll put you close to a million dollars. So we were telling Claude's son, Manny, who is an aspiring golfer, that he doesn't have to be Tiger Woods. He just needs yep. to be good. He needs to be good enough to make the tour mm-hmm. and good enough to make the cut, and he can have a very nice lifestyle. No yep. pressure. You don't no have to be the best, son. Exactly. Finish last. Yeah, exactly. And he, could, <laughs> and he, he could take care. He could take his take care of his parents and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah. So that's how we came up upon this. Okay. So back to Cameron Champ. And and uh, Claude and Vern are going to guess how much what his career earnings are mm-hmm. after I give them some hints. And you all on the radio and on the podcast can play along as well. All right. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> what was the Cameron last? Champ. He has two. Two tournament wins. Yeah. Okay. Two wins. No second place. No third place. Four top tens. Okay. He's played in 47 events and he's made 27 cuts. A little less than 50. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Right? He mm-hmm. made 27 cuts out of the 47 events. What is his career earnings? <sighs> okay. So I lost last, so I think I'm going to go. Uh, let go. Seven and a half. Okay. Okay. So, uh, man, that's a good guess. I'm going to go a little higher than that. I'm going to go 10, 10 and a half million. It's probably three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the real answer, 3.6. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Yeah, because he remember he had two wins, but he's missed a lot of cuts. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? You only, he made you only talk about. Cuts. You only talk about 20, 27 paydays, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. 3.6 million. 
I always um, lose these, by anyone who's listening, yeah. for, I always lose them. Yeah. Every now and again, I win one, but I, I lose. He's won again. He won twice last week. Yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> so the, um, we, we, we've talked about Cameron before. A lot of the stuff everybody already knows. He was introduced to the, to uh, golf by his grandfather Mac, uh, who who was from the Texas area. Right. Well, I should say uh, Texas A and M areas where his grandfather was uh, raised, and that's one of the reasons why uh, Cameron went to Texas A and M to school. Uh, his grandfather, Vietnam vet, in- introduced uh, Cameron to golf at the age of two. Uh, one of the things, if you read anything about Cameron, he will, because his grandfather recently passed, I guess it was last year, Yeah, his grandfather passed, and it was, you know, pretty emotional for him because his grandfather, again, was the guy who introduced him to golf and really helped him in his golf career. Um, uh, one of the, you know, Cameron, I think in the interview, talked about how he had went back to Texas A&M with his grandfather and his grandfather took him to places that back when his grandfather was a kid, he could not go into because he was black. Right. Mm. But now his, but now he obviously he can. Um, and his grandson is, you know, is, is going there yeah, the area the as well. Yeah. Playing on the tour and all that kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, and, and actually this, this week or this month, Cameron Champ is actually the cover boy for the uh, golf.com oh. magazine. Really? It's, yeah. It's got Cameron oh. Champ. It says Rocket, Rocket Man. Man. That's going to make the yeah. shampoo so mad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Rocket Man. I hit the ball far. Exactly. He doesn't go as far as me. Right. Well, <laughs> I'm Rocket I, I was Man. Thinking, I was thinking Ricky Fowler <laughs> might be a little bit upset because he has a Rocket Rocket Mortgage, the Rocket Mortgage. Uh, endorsement. Oh, yeah, so yeah. that that kind of feeds into that as well. Ricky Fowler's everywhere too, man. He's he getting is. so much money. It's, I, I don't yeah. think he's really even tripping anymore. I feel like in Rick's household, he's just like, I made some cuts. He just got married exactly. a few months yeah. ago. Yeah. I'm going to make this bread. I'm going to get these endorsements. Everybody like me. I don't need majors. I'm good. Did I tell you guys we met his yeah. wife at the tournament? Did I tell them they were here? Where he, they, were, where uh-huh. they were engaged at that point. Uh-huh. I didn't tell you guys that? You may have, but I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, I mean, it was pretty uneventful. I mean, we were at the tournament, uh-huh. uh, you know, and, and we were following him because Manny loves uh-huh. him. And, oh, right. I think I Yeah, and so I'm looking out the corner of my eye, and I see this other person follow. Because, you know, you, you, the groups kind of follow or whatever, but I look, and right, like, right. This looks like the, you know, the, 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 the woman that Ricky's engaged to. And so anyway, after, after the round, you know, we're walking by and, you know, and, and now I think we look back on it, it's probably kind of creepy when you ask like, hey, are you Ricky Fowler's fiance? And she's like, yeah. And then, um, and so, yeah, she talked to Manny a little bit and high-fived uh-huh. him and stuff like that. It was, it was really kind of cool. Um, cool. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, he ain't tripping about nothing. Yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying, because he ain't, I mean, I can't, when was the last win? I don't even remember when that was. Is that like the waste management two, three years ago or something? And didn't he won the that? players, but that was maybe three years ago. Yeah. No, I feel yeah. like he won last year. I he won, he last, won last year. year. Yeah. Did he? Okay. Yeah, I'm because he was sure. able to play in that 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 the tournament of champions in Hawaii that they, that happens for every year towards the beginning of the year for everyone who won uh okay. on tour the year before. Okay, maybe how, so. uh no, how many how many wins do you think Ricky has, real quick? Probably probably six. I'm gonna say three. You, know, you guys are pretty splitting the difference. They're almost five. He only has five. His last okay. one was last year is Waste Management. Waste wow. Management. Okay. He went, he yeah, went yeah, Waste okay. Management 2019, yeah. Okay. It's hard All to right, win on tour, folks. It is. <laughs> right. we, we go, we'll go to the Corn Ferry real quick. Sure, let's do it. All right, Corn Ferry. Last week they were in Santa – played the TPC San Antonio Challenge uh, at, the Car- at the Canyons. And this week they're going to be at the TPC San Antonio Champions at the Oak. Okay. Just side, side Okay, so the, the person who won last week uh, was David Lipsky. 
don't no idea who he is, but he won $108,000. He won at minus 25. So he was putting Ooh. it up and t putting him up and knocking him down. Um, demanding <laughs> millions for uh, that, that week was Mr. Brad Burner. He finished at minus one. And here's the difference in the amount of money when you come in last place at the Corn Ferry and last place at the PGA. He won for last place $2,382 compared to Champ Cameron's $13,082 for last okay. place at the, at the PGA $9,000 event. difference. Okay. Yeah, no, no big deal. Yeah. Um, so Mr. Uh, Brad Burner is six foot three. Big guy. Okay. 220 pounds. He's 32 years old. Two hundred. Wait, two what? 220. Okay. Ooh, linebacker. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 220. Yeah. He's a stocky guy. A little, well, I mean, it depends on how. I don't know. I, the picture I saw, I only saw a headshot. So I can't say if he pudgy or he could be cut. He really could be cut. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> saying, I, gave, I gave him linebacker. Yeah. I gave him linebacker. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. could be cut. Yeah. Yeah. 32 years old. A little old for the, for the, uh, well, maybe not. But um, to me, it's kind of a little bit old for the, uh, <laughs> For the corn tour, he should just whatever. give. He should just give up and. Yeah. Well, we'll, 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 uh, how about this? When we get to the numbers, you'll see why I said what I said. <laughs> PJ, okay. PJ Singh said, "Never give up." <laughs> <laughs> right. he, he went to the University of North Florida. He is married at 32 years old to Melissa, lovely young lady. Um, uh, he went pro in 2010, but he didn't join the corn Ferry until 2016. Okay. What happened between the 10 and the 16 is I believe he played a little bit on the uh, the PGA uh, Latin America tour, tour. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he played a bunch of, you know, little mini tours through Florida and that kind of stuff. So he got to the Corn Ferry in 2016. He's born in Tampa, one of my one of my nice I – like, I like that city. Mm -hmm. Okay, here we go. Ready? <laughs> Ready? Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> he joined the Corn – remember – these are corn fairy numbers. Yep. Right. And you all listening at home, it's the corn fairy numbers. Don't think PGA numbers. Think corn fairy numbers when you, when you, when you put your guests together. All right. He has zero wins, mm -hmm. no second place, Ooh. no third places. Uh. He has one. You paying? You with me now? One, <laughs> top, one top 10. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to help you as best I can. Right. Okay. He had one top 10. He's played in 18 events, right. mm -hmm. but he's made eight cuts. Ooh. Ooh, right. So he's gotten eight paydays, mm -hmm. and he's gotten one top ten. Okay? Okay. Y'all with me? Okay. Yep. What is his career Corn Ferry Tour earnings? All right, so Four, I just lost. 40 grand. So, <laughs> I'm going to say 40, I'm going to say 86 grand. Claude, you are so bad at this. Man. <laughs> it's less than that. It's $33,000. Oh, my God. Well, <laughs> wait a minute. Corn Ferry, man. Didn't you say you had one top 10? One top 10, yeah. yeah. But it's Corn Ferry top 10. He's good for 60K. No, no. It's a Corn Ferry. Look, the, the winner, the winner was, a, the winners get 108. Yeah, it was 108, yeah. 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 I mean, uh, top 10, I mean, he could have been number nine or 10. Right. Yeah, he, he, said eight pay, he said eight paydays. I was like, five grand per 40, probably. I'm close. Yeah. I'm the worst. I'm yes, the worst yes. at this. So a little, little, just a little quick tidbit about him. He has a twin sister. I don't know why that's important, um, but that's, that was in his bio. Um, he likes drag racing. Okay. Maybe and he be better at that than. Hey, and he also likes a good pedicure. Ah. Huh. <laughs> now this, this. Okay. <laughs> what do you call that? Hey, I, hey, <laughs> hey. 6'3", 220, Florida drag racing. 
Pedicure, <laughs> right. Hey, I don't make it up. I just read it. I love um, my feet look nice. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm walking on that course. So here's the only thing that I actually I found interesting. So he one shot uh, 58 on his, on his course in Tampa. It's right outside of Tampa. Called, it wasn't in competition. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it's, it's called Babe Sahara's in a, a golf course in Tampa. The right. reason that's important to me is because I played that course. Nice. Um, when I went last, was it, a couple years ago, and I went for the wedding, and I had the yeah. Corvette, and I rented the Corvette. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I played that course. That was the first <laughs> course I played when I got there. And it is a crap course, okay? <laughs> it is a we – haven't, we haven't played anywhere where the clubhouse is this bad. Wow. Yes. Okay. Even okay. in our normal it, rotation up here. Up here. No. Even no when we place. played at Marlton. <laughs> Marlton. I, I, I have to think for a second. I have to think – I'm trying to think back. It, 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 it may be on par with Marlton, maybe. Wow. But it was, I mean, it's, 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 yeah. It, it should have been, in, it should have been in the trailer. You know I mean? Double wide wow. or something. Wow. It was, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a straight municipal course that the county, it used to be private. It used to be a country club back in the day. It, it, it well fell on hard times. It got sold a couple of times. And then the, uh, the city of Tampa bought it and redid right. it. Um, but it's still, a Not straight great. municipal. They don't have a driving range. They got a net around back behind a barn. You oh, hit into Texas green style. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so when he, to them. right. And, and <laughs> so when he say he shot 58 there, I'm go, uh, okay. And what, what, what we talking about? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. What that means. All right. right. Yeah. Well, well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank yep. you so much to all the new listeners. Continue to listen and share the podcast. Uh, that's enough for today. I've got to go try on these new shorts I'm going to wear Saturday, uh, Sunday. When we, <laughs> no, we're playing Saturday at Whiskey Creek. Saturday. i got to try my Whiskey Creek shorts on. <laughs> By the way, shout out to the GM. You know, I've uh, been trying to reach out to him. The last time we were there and we played and, and did an interview with him, he said, you know, next time we come up there, the round would be free. Just mm-hmm. saying that I haven't heard anything yet from him. So, okay. Oh, you know, uh, okay. We're going to blast him on the show. It's just that this is, you know, he said this on the show. I think he said it. Right. He did. He did. Yeah. Yeah. So, if I, let me know if I have to ride by that early and, and uh, swing by and holler at him. I can take some company with me just to make sure he understands where I'm coming from. Going the wrong way. It's going to yeah, go three rounds to not being able to play here at all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're, we're, we're fine with it. We'll, we'll, we'll. All right, let's go off DMV, folks. <laughs>